what we do here is go back, 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 back. They're going to bring some pressure against Bone in the pocket, moving to his left. He just throws it up for grabs. A jump ball and dirty Dan Sorensen with the pickoff. That boy yeah. took a dunk. He's scared. He's scared. He's going to be going up. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Micah McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. We are on to week 11. Raiders host the Bengals at Allegiant Stadium. Before we get into this preview, Andy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fired up, man. I mean, honestly, like, it's... I've been trying to figure out, you know, really where I sit here um, with this season because it's been so... It's basically been four seasons in one, just with the drama, um, with obviously the ups and downs of of the first nine games. And um, I think at this point, I'm just fired up. I just want to, I just want to dominate, you know, and that's kind of where, where my mind's at. I don't know where the team's mind's at, but I think it's, it's one of those times where I think everyone has, and it's crazy because we're two weeks away and you and I have talked about this, but it's like a week by week, you know, league and also week by week reaction of the fans of uh, whether it's Raider nation or, or just the NFL fans. And it's like, it's funny to see the narrative um, of how certain outlets, you know, you could take the different things like Bleacher Report or ESPN or whatever it is, um, and how they look at your team. And it's like, oh, well, the Raiders are spiraling. And, and two weeks ago, they're like, I cannot believe the Raiders are doing this well, five and two, I guess three weeks ago, because we had the buy. But um, it's just like, wow, they're rebounding from Gruden, all these things. Like, this is a team of destiny. And now they're like, this team's yeah. so screwed. They're down, they're going in the dumpster. <sighs> right. And, and we're already like, oh, let's talk about April. And let's talk about what we need to address in the draft of draft positioning that's going to change constantly throughout um, the rest of the season. So as you can tell, I'm pretty, pretty upset. Um, Not upset. I'm just, I'm just frustrated, man. I'm just frustrated with where we're at. I think the best thing that we need right now is just a dub. Um, And we're on to Cincinnati, like you mentioned last or in the last pod. So that's how I'm doing that. That's a, a great way to just, you know, I usually I'm like, Oh, I'm good, man. Yeah. Let's just roll, you know, but no, I'm just frustrated. Man, it's so everybody's so all over the place. Raider Nation is so done with the season; they're ready to check out and start over, get rid of Carr, uh, all those things. When you know, like you said, three weeks ago, it was we're in first place in the division. We are on our way to the playoffs. This team is different. This team's got what it takes. And then here we are, three weeks later, and it's time to just time to wave the white flag and be done with the season. So you know, we got. There's so many games left. So many things um, can, you know, change from that point. And you know, we could, we could easily see them, you know, go. I don't know. Was there eight games left? Nine games left? You know, they could go. They could go six and two, just as much as they could go two and six in the uh, next, yeah. you know, eight, eight, nine, eight games or so, whatever's left. So, a lot of football left to play, as we've talked about. I do like to stay on the optimistic side of things. So, I'm gonna vie for that six and two range. There you go. I mean, we need it at this point. No one else, no one else feels like that's possible. So it, it's a big game this week, just like every week. You know, we have the Bengals coming into town, which they're off a bye. Um, they're also reeling a little bit, um, losing two straight. So, and another another team that went through the, you know, ups and downs and the oh, this team is legit, and they've always been the Bengals. You know, so 
Um, I think we're not so different, you and I, um, Cincinnati. So here we go. But um, yeah, the Bengals come into town. Um, you know, they they're actually one. You know, their favorites by one point coming in into Vegas. So that's just kind of a little bit of a explanation of how everyone else sees us. But you know, they're coming into town. Obviously, um, a lot to talk about. But um, I believe you're going to take the defensive side of the ball. So you'll have the Raiders defense against the Bengals offense. So give us a little bit of a preview, kind of what that matchup looks like. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, they have such had such a high-powered offense this year and have had their times where they have, you know, been explosive, gotten out to early leads and, um, you know, just completely balled out with that uh, trio of T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, um, and Joe Burrow back there slinging it. So for us, the biggest thing, you know, we've seen Max Crosby has been getting to the quarterback. You know, he's been he's been pressuring the quarterback early and often. Um, and I think that's one thing that's going to help us is, you know, getting Burrow kind of not letting him get on his mark and get, you know, comfortable in the pocket, keep him uncomfortable. You know, last year he broke his leg, had a gruesome injury. Um, it's hard to think that he, you know, he's not a little more skittish than he used to be in the pocket when it starts to collapse. I feel like that's just human nature. But if we're going to have a good game defensively, it's going to come from Yannick and Max this week and getting pressures and, you know, uh, kind of forcing him to get the ball out early, just kind of keeping him off his mark, keeping him off his game and just not letting him get comfortable. It's going to be very tough with, uh, like I said, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase on the uh, on the outsides with the receivers. They have been insanely explosive all year, especially Jamar Chase. He has uh, – I was writing an a article recently on Just Blog Baby and uh, looking up his stats, he's averaging 19 yards of reception. He's had one game where his longest reception was less than 34 yards, and that was week two. I think it was like 25 yards. <laughs> so, well, he's in luck because we're not we're not going to break that streak for him. And uh, you know, so it's one of those things where he's just he's a playmaker. He's you know explosive and and has been you know going off. And you know he'll have games where he has a bunch of receptions. He'll have games where he has you know a few receptions. But he's getting those plays. He's getting open. He's making plays for them. So it's going to be very interesting how they play that. Luckily, our defense, as we've talked about, is a big. Um, you know, Ben don't break, don't get beat over the top. So it'll be interesting on how they decide to, um, you know, kind of mix things up, try to work into zones underneath or what they what they have for that because Higgins and Chase are such, you know, big play over the top players um, that, you know, I'm hoping we're able to limit that because that's going to be the other part of our success on the defense is, is just keeping them from making these these huge plays. Chase had a game against the Ravens, eight receptions, 200 yards, and I, I think two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, in that game. Absolutely one off. So he's got that type of playmaker ability. So as long as we don't have uh, Jonathan Abrams covering him, I think that <laughs> we should be okay. Morg's been great over the top. The article I was writing was about some X factors in the game. He was one of them um, because of his ability to read and react over the top. It's going to be huge on uh, what he's able to do to help provide some support for the corners. So I, I think it's a good match. It's going to be, I don't know. I, I give the advantage to them because they've been such a good offense and we've been such a whatever defense. But I think that this is a game where you can see where our defense plays well enough to keep us in the game. And the offense is going to be able to do something going to be able to, and that's, it's just hope, I guess on my end of things, but you'll obviously touch on it a lot more hoping for some big things out of Josh Jacobs this week, but 
it's hard to just make a decision one way or the other because it's been so up and down, back and forth. So all over the place, you think the Raiders are going to do one thing and they do another. As the optimistic person, I'm always thinking like, all right, here's the ways we can beat them. Let's do it. And then more often than not, it doesn't necessarily happen. But I think one way that we are going to, it kind of all falls hand in hand, right? Where if we, if we can limit Jason Higgins, and have uh, you know some some time coverage on them. It's going to help these guys get to the quarterback. If we can get to the quarterback, it's going to help those co- corners be able to cover those guys. You know, not have to cover for such long periods of times, or let them you know kind of get open, find a zone. So, I think it's going to be make or break when it comes to our D line and uh, the back end of our secondary. I think those were the the important parts are going to have to lie, unfortunately. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm expecting a good game. I, I have hope. I have hope every single week, but it's scary. It's scary again because you know this is once again it, it might be one of the better uh, one-two combos at receiver that we've that we've faced this year as far as just pure talent and overall production. You know, T. Higgins is a number one receiver if Jamar Chase isn't there. You know, they're one A, one B type of receivers. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Can't wait to can't wait to watch. Very nervous, but. Always got hope, so. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, and that's why that's why you're the really the standard as far as this podcast because it scares the heck out of me, certainly. I think you have a Bengals team that they've always been fine on defense. And their offense just has has been mediocre, and now they finally have someone who can actually stretch the ball down the field um, in Joe Burrow. So obviously, you add those weapons, like you mentioned, Joe Mixon is another one that is just if if he gets established, if he starts running the ball off play action, I think we're going to have some issues. But you know, going to the Raiders' offense against the Bengals' defense, I think it's pretty obvious that Darren Waller's contributions have have not been um, as as high recently as, as we have wanted it. I, I, and I think that starts with the play calling. I think, you know, we kind of trust that he's going to beat um, whatever coverage he has, whether it's uh, man or whether it's he's getting bracketed or doubled or whatever, you know. So um, I think there has to be more of a concerted effort to get him involved um, in the game plan. So I think it starts there. The thing about Jacobs is I don't know if, it's, it's kind of like you can't rely on him and, and not in a bad way, but you can't rely on him as far as um, whether he's going to get banged up and be out for a couple of series or the rest of the game or, or whether we're going to establish the run. So I think 
we have to find some kind of middle ground of being able to get him involved um, and not lean on him too much, but really just be what he is and, and be able to have that threat. Because when he's not in the game, I think everyone has seen and noticed that teams just say they're going to throw the ball and, and we'll take four yards from Kenyon Drake or Richard or whoever. Right. So um, I think that's, that's part of it. Um, you know, when you look at the the Bengals, I think they have, you know, one of the bigger free agent acquisitions out there was Trey Hendrickson from um, the saints um, who they, they signed him to a big deal. He had a big year last year on a contract year. So he's someone that, you know, gets after the quarterback, like, Similar to Max Crosby, not not comparing the two because of white DNs or anything like that, but he has a lot of he he's 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 an effort guy. So I think if he beats um, or he has the opportunity to beat Parker or either you know Colton Colton Miller or whatever, so um, he he'll have that opportunity. And I think it's something that we touched on a lot, where it was like we have you know uncertainty at at the old line position. So. He's someone to watch. Um, Jesse Bates is, is another one on the back end, more so the free the free safety who I, I really like. I liked him out of I think it was Wake Forest um, where he came out of, but he's someone that's ball hawk that's going to be you know tracking those those shots that we're going to take. So when it comes down to it, I think we have to be able to find some kind of consistency on offense because as much as you talked about you know with what we're up against, it's like the defense just has to hold on, you know. Um, I think the Bengals are going to put up points on us. Um, and I do think that the offense is going to be the key to us winning. And that's kind of been the case on all these wins and losses. It's been like the offense was good enough and the defense was good enough and we won or the offense didn't come through and the defense tried their best. You know, it's like, that's just who we have, you know? And so it's going to be an interesting matchup. We have to be able to establish a run obviously at some point um, more so effectively. And I know you quote tweeted that, whatever that guy was on um, on Twitter about, you know, establishing the run to, or, or uh, establishing the pass to set up the run. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's kind of what we're going to have to do. Um, we're going to have to pick and choose, but I don't know. I, I feel like the, the play calling has just been lazy, you know, and, and I don't support Gruden for anything of what he did and why he had to resign. But I do know that he kind of came out there with urgency around the game plan each each week and that, that was something that we we as and he listened to it but like it's like we pressed him on in a sense like we're like hey change it up and and you know based on the defense and come out and you know tear the paper out and just be like this is what we're doing today and this is who we're facing and so it's like he was able to do that and kind of it's like we're kind of going in and just being like Olson's like I don't know car what do you think he's like well I think we should run this and then it's just like we do it and it doesn't work and then we move on and it, it's a three and out and I think that showed against the Chiefs so not to say that that's the end all be all but like I think we just kind of got to play like a team that is five and four that is kind of descending you know has faced a lot of adversity and it's like we kind of banked on the fact just like the Giants game where we we're like oh we're good enough to stay in this game and we're going to win at some point so um, I don't know. Obviously, I have a lot of feelings about the Raiders in general, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just think we need to, to, to be able to press these guys and be on the offense, right? Be on the offensive and be like, push the ball down the field, be assertive. We're at home, and, and then we're going to go on a short trip to you know Dallas and play them on Thanksgiving. So it's like, can we just try to just put these guys in the dirt? And I, I know that the Bengals are, are explosive, but that's kind of what we have. We have to fight fire with fire in a sense, you know, and be able to go after these guys. So 
I don't know. That that was a lot, you know, but it, I'm, I'm just like, I'm so fed up with the pace of play and then kind of how they're like, Hey, we're, we're good. You know, it's like the different, the different comment that you made is, is what Carr said as far as like, Hey, this is a different team. You know, we're fine. We're, we're, everyone's looking at the film a little bit harder. It's like, dude, that doesn't cut it. Sorry. Yeah. It's one of those things that's tough when all you hear every week is I believe in this team. And then like the we're different mantra, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm glad, I'm glad that, that that's the case. But at some point, you you know, you just you got to go out there and win like you got to, you know, you're just kind of beating a dead horse in regards to that. What I was going to say is uh, what's funny is the first two games after Gruden was gone, Philly and the Broncos, the narrative was that we were more aggressive, that we, you know, the play calling was different. The play calling was better. It wasn't Gruden's, you know, vanilla scared offense. And, you know, you know, whether that was just situational for those weeks or whatnot that's the kind of offense that we need to have because you know they came out in those games they came out hot and they came out quick and they kept their foot on the pedal um you know until they got to a point of kind of trying to run the clock out and be a little more conservative like in the philly game we saw philly kind of not come back but you know get some garbage points and whatnot make it look a little closer than it was brock was kind of did that too but those games we kind of just came out and put our foots on their throat and just kept going, you know, and just kept scoring and kept they, those games too. We didn't have any stupid mistakes, stupid penalties, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot with different things. So I think that has a, a, a lot to do with it too, but um, it's just funny that that's kind of, that's where we're at now because of what's been going on. But two games after Gruden left, it was like, this is different. This is more aggressive. This is, you know what I mean? Like right. for the better type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and it and it's tough because, like, do you look at the Raiders as someone that's, hey, we have the weapons to just go all gas, no breaks, you know? But I don't, I don't, I don't think we do. You know, obviously losing rugs hurts, but even even with rugs, we didn't have that. And then it's like, is Derek Carr that kind of quarterback? Like, he's he's not. He's honestly like a, I'm just playing not to lose most times than not, you know, it's like, he's, he's going to take, he's going to make the right decision. And that has won us a lot of games. So before this, as if we have a huge platform, right. But before this gets blown out of per, you know perspective, it's like, he's always done the right thing. And it's kind of like, we need him to just press and that jump ball that he threw, that was basically like a pun. Fine. Do that. Do more of those things. You know, it's like, take those shots, we have to be able to just like go and press these guys and be like, no, we're bad MFers. And we, and, and use Foster Moreau, like use Waller, use Foster Moreau, like get out of these like conventional things of like, let's just manage the game. So it's like, that's where I'm frustrated with the offense where, like you said, when we did those things, we had this confidence and we also had the players to back it up. It's like, can we just generate that? Can we just like continue to be and morph into this identity that, this is who we are. And it doesn't matter about our defense. Like, well, we're not going to take this shot and Oh, here's a false start. Go for it on fourth and six. I don't care. You know, it's like, just do those things, man. And trust yourselves. But like every time it's like, there's always, it's like, uh, I don't know, like, let's just punt or let's just do, you know, we don't have the best defense to, to support that. So it's just, obviously I'm, I'm frustrated, but it's, 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 it's one of those things where you're like, dude, you guys are better than this, so be better than this, and and try to just like believe in that, and and stop talking about it, and just be about it. You know, it's like, man. 
Yeah. yeah and I think it, I'll pause. <laughs> you're good. I think <laughs> that, uh, you know, what you're talking about in those things is like, hang on to momentum when you have it and like get those plays that are that plays that change the momentum of games that change the, you know, kind of stalling out that you start to do. You go for it on like Leatherwood had that false start on fourth and one. We, you know, we looked by all means we were going to get that fourth and one that on top of like killing our drive and having to punt was like a huge momentum thing too. Cause it was like, Oh, all right, well, here we go. We got a punt again. And it's like down and out dreariness where you're like, you're just not getting anything going. It's like, we either have to go down and score a touchdown or we don't have any momentum. And, you know, it seems like they're, you know, playing hard and playing dumb and, you know, and having these stupid mistakes, but like, it's almost like they're afraid to get too aggressive. Cause that's when like something might go wrong. I don't know. Fucking just let it loose once in a while. I don't know. I agree with well, you. <laughs> it, and, and we don't have anything else to lose. It's like, we've already been counted out. Like the team is already like, well, you know, we're used to this um, mid season downfall. It's like, dude, just go then like go and be aggressive and go try to just put up 60 on the Bengals. Like it doesn't matter it, it, that it, that really eliminates any type of reason or strategy of like, Hey, this is how we should attack them. It's just like, just those teams that just bet on themselves and just continue to go and, and force the issue. It's like, it, it works more often than not. It's like the league is not that far different from two, the two seed in the AFC to the nine seed, right? It's like everyone has five plus wins within that region. So I'm just saying like, man, you're kind of just killing yourself in a sense. You're just watching it happen. And you're like, yeah, well, let's just take the safe route because of whatever. Then then you're accepting all the BS that's happening on the outside. Then you're being the victim and be like, yeah, well, we lost our coach. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, you know, totally get it. It's like, no, white. this is the best team we've had in so long all across the board, right? The best scheme on defense and players Nate Hobbs, those kind of players, it's like, dude, we finally hit on a couple of them, and we have depth at every position on the offense. Just go, man. And so, you know, I know Derek Carr is going to listen to this, but Derek, let's do this thing, man. I'm not I'm not counting you out, okay? But, you know, cut your hair. I don't know. Think about it. Those things. Yeah, well, I'll tell you that the scariest thing going into this week that I'm worried about is going in and winning. Um, because then we're going into week 12 at six and four again, and there's just way too much PTSD in regards to that. So well, obviously yeah, need a win, but like it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's things are the only part is that we're not going in against a two win team. We're actually going in and playing someone good. So maybe the, you know, it'll change, you know, also a good chance that we have our Thanksgiving ruined. Um, I don't know exactly do you know what time they're playing the game i'm hoping it's the late game i think it's a one one o'clock so the 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 mid game all right well i guess that's not i mean the earlier the game the more chance that it has for the whole day to be ruined or more of the day to be ruined right yeah 130 130 okay so just in time for me to be not hungry because i'm pissed off (laughs) (laughs) yeah well let's let's get into two predictions obviously i spent a lot of time in you maybe knew or didn't know that I had a lot to say about where I'm at. Um, but um, the Bengals are coming in um, one point favorites, um, as we mentioned. So give me your predictions. Bengals, Raiders at Allegiant Stadium, Cincinnati, one point favorites. What do you think? Yeah, well, um, I think that this is as much as it's a game that we can't lose it's a must win game for us and i think we can go in here and win this game here i am again getting back on the optimism train right um but i i 
I guess I'm just predicting with hope as opposed to, you know, anything else in that. But um, I agree with you in the sense that they're probably going to go out and put up points against us. Um, I think we put up enough points to hold them off. Uh, going with 28-24, Raiders get the W. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I'm going into it. I'm just going to back up my my talk here, and, and I'm saying we're putting we're putting it on them. I think it's 34-24, Raiders. Um, I think we go out there, we put up some big numbers. I just I I want that. You know, I this defies all reason that I usually have as far as how I predict it, but I'm going to speak it into existence a little bit here. So. 34-24, everyone's against us. We're going to go up there, not up there. We're going to go to Allegiant Stadium um, from Henderson um, and then just take this dub. So 34-24 Raiders, that's what I got. Nice. I like it. I'm glad Glad we're on the same page and, you know, both optimistic. I was the optimist. I, I was the bigger optimist. You were, yeah. and that's, Ten points. That's almost scary. <laughs> no, I know. It, it might not be a good thing, but – but I'm happy. I'm I'm down for it. I'm down. I'm down for any time that you're more optimistic than I am. You know that. You know we got some some good stuff on our hands. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Well, um, there's our preview for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, and you know, just got to go out there and get a W. That's all we're. That's all we ask for. Is it too much to ask for? I'm not sure, but I don't think so. As always, we appreciate the love. Please share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcast. Uh, go and follow us on Instagram at Raider Take Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see all the handles there. Go download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code TPPN when you sign up uh, as a first-time user. If you don't have Sportsbook in your state, you can uh, get tons of daily fantasy rewards and and, and stuff uh, when you go sign up for it. They got tons of offers, so it's a, a hell of a deal, a uh, hell of an opportunity, and it supports the pod. So. We appreciate you guys, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can roll into Thanksgiving week, uh, recapping this game with some uh, happy thoughts. Yep, Raider Nation, stand up as always. We love you guys. Um, thanks so much for the support. Let's go get that dub, Cincinnati. Bring your bring your chili. Come out here. You ain't welcome here. All right, we're going to take care of you. So, um, hopefully, we get that dub, and it's not soggy sorrows on Monday, but. I think you guys are probably over um, Mike and I just being depressed um, every Monday. So yeah, we love you guys. Stand up. Thanks for the support. We'll see how Sunday goes. Cincinnati, your chili is not welcome in the skyline of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Just remember no, that. We got a different skyline, bro. Cool. We'll see y'all later. Peace.